back up the ridge. He shook his head. There's coons and mountain lions and coyotes up in there. Lucky one of them didn't spot you, slink on down in the dark, drag you off. I'm not afraid of raccoons. Her first words in how long? He chuckled. Boy, you're a tough one, aren't you? He stopped at a T in the road, looked both ways. A sign read, Bonnie Dune, one and a half miles, with an arrow pointing right. He turned left. Weren't really the raccoons I was talking about. I know. That seemed to tickle him even more. A muted kind of laughter in his eyes. She liked that. Liked him. She needed to. I'm taking you down into town. Get you to a hospital. That be all right? The word, yes. It caught in her throat. Scared her. She nodded. Well, he added, maybe not directly to the hospital. Pulling the heavy shirt tighter, she eyed the chrome door handle, then glanced out through the windshield, looking for the next spot he might slow down. Don't worry. I'll make sure you get looked after and all. I just mean, I can't get myself tangled up with the law. No cops, no questions. He nodded, as though to confirm the end of an argument he'd been having with himself. It's complicated. Let's just leave it at that. It wasn't until then she realized he'd not mentioned his name. I'm Jacqueline Garza, she said. Nice to meet you. A nod, like a gentleman tipping his hat. Seriously, let's leave it there. He drove down the winding hillside road until they reached a main drag leading south into Santa Cruz. At a little diner called Bernadette's, he pulled into the parking lot, killed the ignition, glanced at his watch. The diner glowed like a spaceship serving breakfast. He turned toward her, arm perched on the steering wheel, eyes warm but wary. Here's how it is, he said. Got me a friend who works here, great lady. Name is Dawn. I'm gonna go in, let her know I found you up in the hills, then hand you over to her so she can get you seen to. Gonna be a lot of hoopla surrounding that, and it's just not what I'm into. Right? I'm glad I could help, real glad. Happy you're safe. And you are, you're safe now. His hand reached out. She stiffened, not ready to be touched. But he didn't touch her. He dug a cigarette pack from the shirt pocket, tapped out a smoke, lipped it, thumbed in the dash lighter. I need you to forget me now, okay? Forget this car, forget my face. A stranger picked you up, saw you standing there by the road about two miles east of the Bonnie Dune cutoff on Woodbriar Ridge. Remember that. They're gonna need to know the spot so they can backtrack, find the house you escaped from. The lighter popped. He plucked it from its socket, touched the red coil to the tip of his cigarette, that intimate hiss as it singed the tobacco. This stranger one who found you? Some kind of holy roller, let's say. Do-gooder type. No reward necessary. He dropped you off around here. You stumbled into the diner on your own. He exhaled a long plume of smoke. It smelled like him. Sorry to make it complicated, but it's for the best. He smiled with a wary sort of kindness. Think you can do that for me? Of course she could. And she did. She gave him back his shirt and let the woman named Dawn bundle her up in a big, soft sweater as the El Camino drove off. And she sat at a table inside the diner with some buttered toast and a cup of hot chocolate till the highway patrol arrived. She never mentioned the stranger in the El Camino who'd appeared out of nowhere, though from that day on she'd envy his ability to become invisible.
She said a man in a suit and tie and glasses picked her up, prayed when he found her and prayed as they drove off down the mountain, praising the Lord and his mysterious grace and refusing to accept recognition for his good deed. That would be unchristian, he'd said, the sin of pride, leaving her within an easy walk of safety. She lied, the first in a blizzard of lies, until it became the easier thing, the truth so unforgiving. Part 1 1. Phelan Tierney made his way around the palatial Nordic monstrosity housing the center and followed a winding gravel path lined with Japanese maples, the graceful, meticulously tended trees in winter silhouette, continuing back to the sprawling garden where he finally spotted the woman he'd come to see, Lonnie Bachman, kneeling in mud. Dressed in a hooded...